Welcome to Important Not Important. My name is Quinn Emmett. Welcome. So hi. Uh, I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy. Teddy was here and then he was taken. He was. He was here. That was so nice. Yep. So that was a nice 10 minutes where she let us have him for a second. <laughs> he seemed happy here. So happy. He was in his chair. He was ready oh. to go. He's so pumped to see you. He was worried about your eye. It all seemed great. And then he was fine. like, oh, mom's here? <laughs> <They're> fucking out of <laughs> here. Anyways, uh, this is important, not important. It's a podcast where we dive into a specific topic or questions affecting everyone, including you, on the planet right now or in the next 10 years or so. Uh, if it can kill us, or turn us into like a less angsty RoboCop. Cool. We are in. Uh, our guests are scientists, doctors, engineers, politicians, astronauts, almost astronauts, even a reverend. Uh, and we work towards action steps our listeners can take. That's you with your voice, your vote, and your dollar. This is your friendly reminder that you can and should send questions, thoughts, any feedback to us on Twitter at importantnotimp mm-hmm. or email us at funtalk at mm-hmm. importantnotimportant.com. You can also subscribe to our free weekly newsletter of all the most important news you missed, the good and the bad stuff, right at importantnotimportant.com. This week's episode is... Is Florida the harbinger of doom? Probably. Uh, our guest, the wonderful, the evocative, uh, the the just incredibly smart and nuanced Dr. Salvador Almagro Moreno. Uh, he is the assistant professor of medicine at the Burnett School of Biomedical Sciences at the University of Central Florida. Uh, his lab, the Moreno Lab, because why not, mm-hmm. uh, lies at the interface between ecology and pathogenesis. Uh, from what I gathered, what that means is how and why bacteria want to eat and or kill us. Yeah. Specifically, a lot of times, and with respect to this conversation, uh, poop and water related. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a good one, though. Man, he's fired up and would love if you did not, to be clear again, did not retire to Florida. Do not retire to Florida. Yeah. So, and we introduced him to Florida Man. We introduced Brian to Florida Man. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. That's going in the show notes. Gotta love Florida Man. Yeah, makes this was you, a good one. Makes you just feel a little bit better about yourself. Anyways, all right, let's go uh, talk to uh, Salvador. Let's do it. Our guest today is His Royal Highness, Dr. <laughs> Salvador Almagro Moreno. And together we're going to ask the question, is Florida the harbinger of doom? So, uh, Dr. Moreno, welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me. We are super pumped to have you here. Yes, we are. Thank you, thank you. Uh, if you can, I guess, yeah, just real quick, just uh, let let everybody know who you are and and uh, what you do. Well, um, um, I'm His Royal Highness. <laughs> yeah, sure. So pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. There you go. And uh, so I'm, I'm an assistant professor of medicine at the University of Central Florida. In my lab, we're interested in understanding uh, how you know bacterial pathogens evolve and emerge, and <laughs> mostly concerned about marine ones and how you know human idiocy uh, increases the likelihood of them uh, evolving of, of everything over. bad yeah exactly so oh, awesome yeah, that's that we, seems important it sounds like a super light topic for us to be talk- <laughs> tackling today you know it's pretty much like I never bring the good news I always say that you know I'm never the the the, the, the funny joke type of uh, news <laughs> right. well somebody's got to talk about the serious shit well I mean like one thing is that I have a very Upon uh, prone field of work, which is diarrhea. So you know when you talk about Great. serious shit and shit, it's, it's <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Very, nice, nice. very easy to, to to go down the cheap jokes. Uh, but you know, that yeah. yeah, 
Well, my entire career is built on cheap jokes, Perfect. so that's great. I'm 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 a hundred percent in for that. Um, and I get it. You know, it's funny. I, I said to my wife, and in like a in only like a half kidding way, like definitely the the part that wasn't kidding was just like very sad, which is in in sort of taking on. And this isn't again like our primary jobs, but but has become a, much more of a, a, of a part of our life than I think we anticipated. But it's necessary. Is that taking on like these these existential news topics uh, again, whether they're very good or very bad over the past year and a half definitely makes me like the bummer in every conversation, <laughs> you know, yes. someone yeah. will be like, Oh, I did my laundry day. I'm like, Oh, well, hmm. you know, Interesting. Uh, I hope you enjoyed using the most significant power source in your house, which is probably <laughs> cold from oil or natural gas and mm-hmm. fracking. And, um, shoot methane to the air. So we're going to be fine. And, and she's just like, do you have to do that to everyone (laughs) we talk to? And I'm like, I, it's this terrible fucking burden to carry this. It's I I don't want to. So I have a feeling you don't get invited to many parties, right? No, I don't, which is actually great at this point, though, because I'm so exhausted. Yeah, he doesn't want to anyway. Okay, Brian yeah. knows. This is literally, I started this entire business so Brian would hang out with me again because <laughs> I hadn't seen him in like four years. Oh, there, <laughs> there you go. There you so, go. It worked. Yeah. He's very so. smart. Anyways, all right. Anyway, tell, tell them what we're doing today, Brian. Uh, of course. Uh, we like to make sure everybody just knows this. So we want to want to mention it every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're doing here is set a goal to provide some uh, context. For the topic at hand, the question at hand, why you're here, uh, and then we want to dig into some action-oriented questions uh, so that uh, we can get to the heart of uh, why we should all care about what you're mm-hmm. talking about, and and uh, and especially what everybody can do about it. Okay, let's, let's try. It. Let's try it. Yeah, let's, let's at least give it a let's a, give it a shot. An attempt. Let uh, me let me pretend that I know something. Oh, yeah, no, Thank perfect, you. perfect. You just keep skating through life over there. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right, so on that. <laughs> On that topic, we do start every one of these conversations with one very fundamental, important question, doctor, Uh, something to set the tone. Uh, So instead of saying, tell us your entire life story, uh, we like to ask, uh, Dr. Mourinho, why are you vital to the survival of the species? My my puns. That's fundamental. You know. That's uh, and besides that, uh, <laughs> and, and, when um, the world burns, we're gonna need those that's puns. Right. Oh yeah, you know, like uh, the party pooper. You know, hello. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. So, uh, well, you know, I I hope I can, you know, find ways to predict. Uh, where a potential outbreak can occur, right? And and what are the environmental conditions that lead to the evolution of a of a pathogen so because you know we tend to be a little bit late all the time right we never we are as humans we're really bad at forecasting mm-hmm. so that's what i what my real you know long term interest lies right it's uh, to develop models that allows us to predict and forecast whether this place might see an outbreak, whether these strains from these species are evolving uh, and are starting to acquire abilities that could potentially lead them to colonize humans and uh, and harm us. So I guess that, you know, that, that could be the not so lighthearted part of the why I hope I'm trying to do something relevant. Uh, no, it sounds super important. If people weren't doing that, it feels like we would be in somehow impossibly even more trouble than we already are. Yeah. Um, which is a tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am curious though, because it is such a, a, a specific gig you've got going on in a field of study. How, how did you get to it? Oof. So I 
always been interested in, in evolution. You know, it, it, it's, just, it's just it's it's fascinating, right? To kind of understand the past. You know, it's almost like a historian of the living. You know, of the things that are alive. Originally, I was more. I did my undergrad in biology, and I was more interested in, in the evolution of animal behavior at the very beginning, ethology. Uh, so, but uh, but then once I studied genetics and population genetics and all the kind of like the math and and all that good stuff, and microbiology, I fell in love with bacterial evolution. And don't ask me why. It's just it's so strange because uh, mm-hmm. I just happen to like it, and you know, and I I, I think it's a, a truly fascinating topic because unlike us bacteria evolve very differently right they they can grab you know information from the environment and you know become that information so if they get a book on how to grow wings they can actually grow wings you know uh, unlike mm-hmm. us you, you can you cannot do that so so yeah i i just uh, fell in love when I was an undergrad with uh, with evolution and genetics and and in particular m- microbial evolution and that led me to instead of focusing on a more exclusively intellectual thing mm-hmm. I wanted to focus my passion with another passion right which is more like the social justice and something that actually has a a more political and uh, social meaning behind it so I guess that that can provide that provides me actually the i don't know both the intellectual and the moral uh satisfaction right that you need every day when you wake up and you hear you know you get an email from the or you check the the who how many children have died of uh, these diarrheal diseases you you need those the the extra fire in your gut so those two things kind of like led me to do what i'm doing uh, now and i feel privileged and very lucky to do what i love uh, two questions. One is definitely sadder than the other. First one, not the sad one. Um, did you say that if you gave bacteria a book about wings, they would learn how to grow wings? Is that did I misinterpret that? No, no, no. That, that, that's. I mean, like maybe not wings, but you know, it, it's it's an analogy, right? Sure, sure. No, well, it's terrifying nonetheless. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. if, like the biggest thing we've learned about bacteria, and we've had we'd have, we've had a number of good talks about antibiotics and things like yeah. that, is essentially it's not just that. It seems to be a misunderstanding among the general populace that's like, oh, antibiotics are uh, adapting to our, or bacteria is adapting to our antibiotics, and 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 we've used too many of this and this. It's it seems to be instead, and again, there's a very good chance that I've I, I both have misunderstood this for the entire course of our podcasting career, and also in this moment, which is that bacteria are, are basically the oldest thing, and that we have only basically picked off the lowest hanging fruit with our antibiotics and that they are always a few steps ahead of us and are always adaptable to essentially whatever we throw at it, which apparently means, like you said, they could quote unquote grow wings, which is just terrifying. Yeah. I think that, um, I, you know, like uh, humans have like some sort of like weak, major weaknesses, right? Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is that yes. we're really bad at logs, right? You know, the difference between 1 million, 10 million, 100 million is really hard for us to capture. So sure. when you work with bacteria, that really matters. And um, we're really bad at forecasting things. It, so we think, oh, if it's not happening, it's, it's, it will never happen, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, we don't have Ebola outbreaks. Boom, boom. Ebola right. in New York. Right. So, Great way to look uh, at the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the third thing that it's very common, it's our anthropocentric view. You know, we we think we, we've we been around for so long and we know everything. You know, the, the, I mean, like, bacteria have been around for 3.5 billion years, you know? 
if you and we've, think, been, we've been standing up for what a hundred thousand yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so and we don't have their skill set of you know being able to acquire genetic information we can't like just take information from the environment so uh they do so they are machines of evolution if, mm-hmm. if they don't have the info which is unlikely right they will find the info and they will express the genes and and, and be fine you know they'll, they'll if right. they don't have it they'll find it so again you know, if you think you're smart, your intestinal bacteria are smarter because they're eating your breakfast that you paid for. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, uh, you know, oh, hey, I, I make this much money. Well, they don't have to do anything. They don't have to move and you feed them every four hours. So uh, <sighs> that feels smart. like fucking gremlins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like, so um, in this anthropocentric view, you know, actually, I, I think there's a very good example of, um, so we used to call them, uh, thankfully, we don't do it now because it just has a very heavy, you know, anthropocentric. We, it's, we used to call them prokaryotes, right? Mm-hmm. So we are eukaryotes. The difference is like eu, it means true. Karyot means, karyon means nucleus. Mm-hmm. And prokaryotes are before the nucleus. So mm-hmm. here we are, this hairless monkey saying the most important <laughs> thing you can do on earth is to have a nucleus. <laughs> and, and and then we we classify things uh, between those that have the nucleus like us and those that don't have the nucleus like the bacteria that are warm and eating the food that you just bought mm-hmm. with your right. so enjoying my breakfast burrito yeah so there you go so you know by having this anthropocentric view we tend to look at things from a kind of like you know disdainful you know like ah you know whatever mm-hmm. And they're tiny and they don't have a nucleus, of course, you know, because if you don't have a nucleus, you are useless. And uh, <laughs> and finally, they decided to ch- change. And now they are, instead of called the kingdom of prokaryotes, they're called the bacterial kingdom. So we have three, right? Archaea, uh, eukarya, and uh, bacteria. So, so that, that tells you, you know, how, you know, how what could be the word, how much we've underestimated them for, mm-hmm. for forever. Like, I mean, we didn't for even the know whole this time. so long. The whole yeah. time. Yeah, we still do. We still do. Like again, it took not it took uh, decades to kind of stop thinking that not having a nucleus makes you kind of like primitive, you know? Right. Sure. When I mean, like a shark is primitive. Good luck swimming. Uh, uh, next yeah, time. right. You know, <laughs> Which like is fine if you're on the sand. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, got it. Got it. it. And I live in Florida, so if you're in the sand, good luck surviving an alligator. So, <laughs> yep. Just also yep. primitive. Uh. So. Florida, great place to be. Yeah, um, I'm telling you. So, well, listen, that, that, that I appreciate the history lesson. And again, it does reinforce we are just always constantly behind the eight ball, mostly of our own doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to sort of, uh, again, dive into the context. And, and you mentioned Florida. So uh, I want to just touch on that a little bit as we kind of get into uh, what, what's going on down there and everywhere and, and, and why you're, why you're here today, both existentially and specifically, uh, on the podcast. So Florida, right. Uh, I mean, what is Florida? What haven't they given us? Right. Uh, alligators, like you said, Disney world's great. Uh, George Bush, that wasn't great. Florida man. What's and, Florida man. Uh, you don't know who Florida man is. No. Oh man, Salvador, do you know what Florida Man is? I, I, I don't have the pleasure of knowing Florida Man. Okay, so everybody at, at some point, take a little time and yeah. just, you can either Google Florida Man or go on Twitter and fly, find the uh, Twitter handle Florida Man. And huh. it's just completely preposterous things that just like 
only happen in Florida, oh, basically, okay, by like white guys, essentially. So, yeah. like, which fucking, of course. So I, I should have a drink before I, I Google that, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Thank you. Probably thank you your next door neighbor. But anyway, you're just like, yeah, uh, something happens and you're just like, yep, of course it happened in Florida. Anyways, cool. so uh, on that note, uh, we've got these just incredible, these, these algae blooms, right? And, and, the, and the red tide. So there's so much going on. The oceans are not only rising, but they're warming, right? And and the ocean is this, as we've talked about in mm-hmm. a number of ways, in a number of different, different ways, is such a complex ecosystem. And boy, have we fucked it up. Yep. We are seeing with our own eyes a lot of these manifesta- manifestations of that warming. Mm-hmm. And of course, in a typical, you talk about seeing things in a very narrow perspective, in mm-hmm. our very American perspective, we're only just paying attention to them despite the fact that they're ha- already been happening all, all mm-hmm. over the world, right? Yep. So dirty, warm water might just be hitting our historically pretty safe coasts now, uh, but those results are already daily life in so many other places like like Yemen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked about this before. I mean, and cholera affects three to five million people a year, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere from 30 to 150,000 deaths a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned uh, you are a mm-hmm. colleague uh, of the wonderful uh, Dr. Mimin Yen. How she's trying to work to solve this in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but cholera is mostly coming from unsafe water and food, like seafood. Only humans are affected. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the rising sea levels and flooding should only make this more prevalent, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is it does seem like it's just beginning. So. The questions are, and, and this is what I want to dig into with you, is mm-hmm. is both, you know, what do we have within our power to control it, but also more specifically, because I, I think at this point, uh, most of our listeners are um, uh, at least based in the U.S., which is, why is Florida on the front lines for coastal water changes? And sort of what does that mean for everything else? So let's start, let's start with that. Why Florida? So first of all, why? Because we focus on it. Because okay. we think about Interesting. it, right? Okay. Because it's the it's one of the few places in the world with a tropical climate, but uh, you know, uh, rich economy. So, okay. so you know, if Florida belonged to um, some other nation, we might not be thinking about it so much. So that that's I think that that's why you know we think about it so much. But I'm sure we, there are the same problems in in other places in Latin America. It's just sure. that you know here we tend to focus on. Uh, things that happen in the U.S. Of course. Um, so that's one of the reasons. I think that it's just uh, th- there's been some perfect storms, and we again we're very bad at forecasting mm-hmm. perfect storms. At least we should assume that at some point perfect storms happen. You know, and, and we might not know which one or how or where, but we start. We should start assuming that there the likelihood of perfect storms happening and happening more often. It's Gonna increase over time. Sure. Yeah. And in this case, yes, the the warming of of, of the oceans that doesn't help, right? If if, mm-hmm. if, if you uh, make it warmer, uh, bacteria and most living entities uh, thrive. The the runoffs of uh, nutrients being released in the environment that doesn't really help because if you give them warmth and food they're going to grow it's it, it, it's simple math right? right and and we got all those things happening pretty much within the uh, within the coast of, of florida at the same time like for instance in florida we had this issue of and this gets very political, but it's true. And I, I don't know if you guys had a chance to take a look at the TED talk that I gave, the TEDx. I did. Uh, I love yeah. So, you know, it's just... Very attractive. Th- there no, is, please continue. Th- there, is, <laughs> th- 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 there is this 
the regulation that went on here where you could just um, have massive you know orange groves and cane fields and stuff and in order to grow them fast you throw tons of fertilizers and yeah. when you live in a tropical place things grow fast but everything grows fast your oranges the cane but also the algae that uh, are taking you know uh the phosphates and nitrates that get released into so for instance in this case the 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 rain uh washed off some of the fertilizers because you know they're in the soil and mm -hmm. that went into a lake and if you have your computer in front of you you can just google florida and there's like a massive lake right in the middle well actually uh middle south uh, yeah. it's called lake okeechobee okay and all the runoff, a lot of the runoffs went there and it, it became what we call uh, eutrophic, so with a lot of nutrients. And there were massive blooms of cyanobacteria, massive. And you add, you know, the substantial and uh, sustainable population growth, right? Which, which it makes me very happy that Florida man is deterring people from coming to Florida because we need people to scare <laughs> non-Floridians away from here, at least to leave, right? So, you know, you know, you have these issues of like, not like uh, septic tanks that are not, you know, 100% working because we get hurricanes. So if you right. get pipes breaking, if you get uh, damage in the infrastructure, if you get substantial runoffs from, uh, from ag agricultural fertilizers, you know, you, you are creating perfect storms. And we actually have literal storms every year uh, at the end of the summer, beginning of the fall. Uh, and what they did very, you know, thoughtfully, they dug uh, a canal from the lake to the coast to kind of perfect. release. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very, very thoughtful. Uh, well done, everybody. Yeah, you know, like uh, Darwin Award. So what happened? <laughs> well, it was, yeah, so... They just, I love, to be clear, I love the Darwin Awards <laughs> and we're definitely putting them in the show notes. They're incredible. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I think somebody's, a, a bunch of people is winning the Darwin Award by, <laughs> by, you know, by saying, hey, we have this lake full of shit. What can we do? Hey, let's bring the shit to the coast. Yeah. Well, that, now the coast, guess what? Now the coast is full of shit and something's going to grow. Right. Uh, and what grows? Yeah. Algae, blah, 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 you know, all the issues that we had. So that, that's one of the problems. Then, so we created the problem inside the peninsula and then outside the peninsula within the uh, Gulf of Mexico, another lovely storm was brewing, which is the, the red tide, where again, all the conditions, and we're talking about, we found like runoffs even from the North US. Because, you know, the rivers end up in the sea. So if you throw stuff in the river, it will end up it's, Whatever it, it ends, you know, in the ocean, it's science, yeah, right? It's, it's gonna go somewhere, right? It's, literally, it's physics, right? If you, you know, right. put, throw a ball, the ball goes to the ground. So if you put right. water, <laughs> something in the water, and the water it's up north, it's gonna go down south because that's where the river ends. And yep. um, so again, more more stuff thrown into the into the Gulf, and warmth, nutrients, sunlight, boom. Another algal bloom, and we that one was the, uh, what's it's called the red tide. In, in that case, it's a, <clears throat> a eukaryote, unlike the one in the lake, which was a bacteria, prokaryote, a cyanobacteria. So, but you know, it's just um, you know just putting putting things under the rug instead. In, in this case, just sending your shit elsewhere. <laughs> Perfect. Got it. Uh, I actually, if we could back up, I don't totally understand uh, the red tide. What is the red tide? 
Is it the same thing as algae blooms or a worse version or are they different? I I just, I feel like, again, like you were saying, we're terrible predicting and most people don't pay attention to things that aren't directly affecting their everyday life. So we want to paint the picture here for people who are, you know, listening and texting in their car. So, so we got two different blooms here. Uh, So one of them, it's called by a cyanobacteria. Which it's like the 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 green one, right? You, you see those if you Google cyanobacteria bloom, or mm-hmm. uh, in this case, it's microcystis uh, ruginosa, and that's the one coming from the lake. That's okay the, because they tend to live in pond and and they produce a toxin that's uh, that's pretty dangerous and it usually affects dogs because you know the dog decides to drink some water from the lake and the lake has a bunch oh, of cyanos yeah. and then the dog gets uh, liver failure <laughs> and, and bye bye uh, poopoo or whatever you call your dog so uh, yeah poopoo sure poopoo yeah, no. uh, yeah so poopoo is gone and and <laughs> and that's the that's the cyano that's one of the algal blooms that we've had the, okay the, that's the, the green one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They call it blue-green algae or cyanobacteria. These ones okay. are, are bacteria. Very different from the red tide. The, the red tide, it's Carinia brevis, which is actually a eukaryote in the sense that it has a nucleus. It belongs to a completely different branch of life. Okay. And, and these are what, what's called... Is it actually red? I'm just... I, I'm yeah. trying to understand. It sounds like a Johnny Depp movie, so like a Pirates of the Caribbean spinoff. Right. So. <laughs> So, so where is it exactly? What does it look like, and what is it, what is it doing to to the water and, and the ecosystem? This is all about nutrient availability, right? If they don't have, uh-huh. they don't grow, and and, and, and warmth and contamination. So, uh, in, in in this case, these uh, they're called dinoflagellates, uh, the, the the red tide. They 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 exist naturally. They are there okay. every year. You get some blooms, you know, it happens, you know, um, it's just the proportions what's changing, right? It, it's like your cells. Uh-huh. If you think about your cells, your cells need to multiply, right? Your skin cells, you don't want to get a wound and uh, it never heals. Now, the problem is if, if, if the healing process, if they keep growing from healing, it becomes a tumor, right? So, it's right. A, I- so, so they, hmm. you know, and, and you just, there yourself. That's why we've that's why we've always had cancer, right? Yeah. Uh, since the beginning, is like it's just endemic to the human operating system. It's it, it, it's inherent to, to you being multicellular. Otherwise, you would be right. one cell. Right. Not you'd great. Be, yeah, you'd be just you know just uh, uh, like Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you know. Uh, so if you want to be multicellular, you have to control. Make sure that all the cells are under control and divide when they have to divide and stop dividing. And once that little thing it's messed up, you know they just go crazy and become mm-hmm. free cells. You know, so cancer mm-hmm. is like uh, self freedom from the domination of the multicellular entity called you. So, mm-hmm. in, in the case of this um, uh, red tide, they, they are natural. They, they're naturally occurring. The problem is like if you, you know, feed them and you give them the better conditions, they'll grow fa- faster and farther and longer. So, and that's what we're seeing now, you know, like I was looking at some, you know, like for instance, usually you, you, you recover about, you know, we, we, in a regular quote unquote bloom, you might recover like, let's say 10,000 cells per liter of CO2 okay. uh, during the last one that we had. And, you know, and these 10,000, they're, they're there, they're doing their thing. You know, it's normal. It's part of the ecosystem. And, you know, even though they release some of their toxin, which that's kind of like their poop, right? They just, sure. It, it, it's not enough of them. Now, 
This one we had instead of 10,000 sales per liter, we had 10, like, sorry, 20 million sales Uh-oh. per liter. So now all of a sudden, something that might be a slightly, you know, not nice to swim in, maybe not this, the best smelling thing on earth. Now it's massive. Now we're talking about like an in, in incredibly dense. Uh, and now, you know, if you have like five toxins, 10 toxins, you know, now you have 50,000 of them. And that's when it becomes dangerous, right? And that's, Right. So it's not just the volume of it on, on the coast. It, it's, it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's the intensity of it, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the main issue that we are seeing uh, in, in this case, right, regarding the, the, the which I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not a, an expert on, on algal blooms. But no, I, no, no, for sure. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, this is like the, the it, it all comes down to the same thing, right? If you mess up a very complex entity, like an ecosystem, the outcomes are you know, quite unpredictable. And the only predictable thing is that nothing good is going to come out of it. That's the only thing I can predict. You mess up an ecosystem and I can, the only thing I can predict is that this is not going to end up well. So, so in this case was uh, what's called the brevi toxins that are the toxins produced by these uh, Carinia brevis, the red tide, the, the, the cells that make up what we call the red tide. So that's, um, so yeah. Got it. How, how is uh, all of this affecting, you know, our health? Yeah, let's talk about poop. Let's talk about poop. <laughs> so, well, in, in different ways, like in, in the in specifically regarding the red tide, it's just that these uh, toxins can you know can go into the air and you breathe them, and so it can leave the water and go into the air. Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah, great. fantastic. Great. So, yeah, great. so of course you know during the course of um, the the red tide, there were a lot of like you know people having uh, respiratory inflammation and problems because people who weren't even just swimming in it no no because no, like you said it can go into the air just no, no, in the area I, I i drove to daytona which is on the east uh, and, and and you couldn't breathe well you could feel it god damn oh oh wow was that i guess dense with oh yeah 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 toxins? You, yeah, yeah absolutely you, you could feel wow. you, you, could, you could breathe it yeah okay so that's something i don't think people understood yeah, because yeah. again like we're sort of on top of that ship most people ignore florida as it is unless they're going to disney mm-hmm. yeah but i feel like that is that is an interesting thing, hmm. but it's funny. Like at the same time, and it's not funny. It's a ter- it's it's a horrendous thing I'm about to say, <laughs> which is we ignore so many things like the trash in the ocean. You know, everyone right. just they're like, there's a trash patch, and it's the size of fucking Texas. And people are like, well, I'm never going to go there. It's not affecting me. Right. The, the Bahamas looks nice this time of year, but if somehow that got into the air and it affected you, oh look, suddenly you're fucking paying attention to it. Yep. Which yep. is, if people like look off the coast, they hear it's a bad thing, they go, okay, well, I'll skip the ghost, uh, the Gulf, and I'll go to the other side or, or whatever. But when you <laughs> are driving to Daytona and the air is bad because of what is happening in the ocean, it's like, yeah, oh, Jesus. we've really fucked up. Yeah. <sighs> and I mean, like, the, the, the waters are getting warmer everywhere, you know? So right. for those, you know, <laughs> in the north or in the west coast, oh, you know, this, this shit only happens in Florida. <laughs> Hold my beer. You know, so... At least we're used to, so we, we know what to do. Uh, so, exactly. And, and I live in Orlando, which is in the, in, the, in, in the middle, so I kind of like can hide at home. But um, but yeah, no, no, it, 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 it's serious. And, and it's just, we are like the cannery, you know, in, in, in the coal mine. Because yeah. like the waters are getting warmer everywhere, period. Everywhere. It's not that Alaska is getting... It's not getting warmer. It's just it, it's it's cold as 
fuck anyway. Right, so, right. Right. <laughs> right, 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 no. It's less cold as fuck now, you know, that, that's the difference. <laughs> right, I believe that is the technical term, right? Yeah. It is less cold as fuck. But the so, point is, is like, everywhere is getting warmer. Yeah. yeah that, so I was going to ask, you know, let's get broad, like, where else? Where else specifically, and, and where else is it, the, you know, the most dramatic? In, in, across the globe here, I right, guess. Right, right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think, uh, in general, a, any coastal uh, yeah. area, Man. it's it's not. Um, but uh, not just, of course, the coastal because you know we have the danger of sea level rise. But also, like being, you know, in 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 the, in the Midwest, right? If you have a lake and it, and you know that lake has these cyanobacterial blooms, you can't swim on that lake. And any, right. you know, any fauna that kind of drinks water from that that lake it's, it's, right. it's going to be affected sure. so you know it doesn't just affect us that live in yeah. coastal areas and, and uh, actually now that you actually just mentioned i actually want to want to pause and we usually make these conversations a little more evergreen but mm-hmm. you mentioned the midwest yeah. which literally today is and i believe the technical term is completely fucked because uh, it is underwater uh, after oh, yeah. a week of flooding yeah. i mean Lovely. military bases homes yep. I don't. I, I mean, they said a, a couple of these rivers are peaking at thirty feet. Uh, it's just, it's astonishing. Of course, like coastal news is paying like zero fucking attention to it. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing where it's like, hey guys, the, everyone's like, oh, sea sea level rise isn't going to affect me. It's like, well, you know, there's a massive fucking river through the middle of the country right. and lakes yeah. everywhere, and like, huge lakes all over. It's coming for everybody, and you know, flooding seems dangerous for the first day or two. But guess what? It gets a lot worse once that fucking stagnant water is still hanging around. I feel like that's where you come into play, right? I mean, that's the thing is like, it comes back to this is not going to happen to me. This is not going to happen, right? right? right. It's, it's this inability of like, you know, it's like the seatbelts, right? Ah, I'll never have the accident. Well, somebody gets the accidents, you know, somebody gets right, into right. a car accident, right? Right. right. Um, so, so, you yeah, know, we, we are just saying, okay. Since I don't live in a coastal city that's next to Florida that doesn't have this, 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 nothing is going to happen to me. Yeah, I don't have to worry. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything. It's like, no, like you are changing the the weather patterns of, of the entire globe. This is not like minimal, you know, like this is like messing up with the brain of of, of, of the earth. So, so yeah, like th- things like this, you, you, you I, I don't know much about like riverine microbes, but like, you know, the vivrios, which is what I study, they, they pretty much live anywhere as long as there is water. So, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe in some of these ponds, you can isolate some, some of the vivrios that I study and they, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if they have a chance to, to eat you there, they will, because it's, you know, we're tasty food. So, yeah. so, you know, if we, if you, you know, the, the good old, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, if something is not happening, if you don't change anything, you diminish the likelihood of something unpredictable happening. I don't know if that makes sense. So No, I think it does. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, us just messing up our planet in this way, you know, by the insane amount of, of pollution that we produce, by the overpopulation, because that's also a major problem, particularly when it comes to diarrheal diseases. A lot of us dumping crap and that and one of the crap that we love to dump it's co2 which is warming the the earth to a point where you know it's kind of irreversible i mean it, it it's not the best thing to talk about for breakfast but you know we are not really doing <laughs> the things that are <laughs> it's not no, leading us we, on, we, the, on, on the right direction you know and it's like you and i talked about it. it's like it sucks to be the bummer in every conversation mm-hmm. but 
uh, one of our idols who, who I've been uh, trying to schedule to get on this podcast forever, Catherine Hayhoe, uh-huh. uh, is, you know, one of her best things she ever said is like, the, the you want to know the single best thing you can do about climate change? Fucking talk about it right. all the time. <laughs> yep. All the time. We have to. Because it's not just, like you said, it's not just storms. It's not just warming water. Like, it literally comes down to, like, the definition uh, <laughs> of what you study it, it, you know, you have made your life work, which is literally like, you know, the 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 emergence and, like you said, the the evolution of bacteria and and pathogens that come from it. That is also uh, advancing under climate change and growing oh, yeah. more exponential. You know, this is not just uh, the wind that's going to blow down your house or the sea level rise that's going to sink this specific navy base. It literally comes down to microbes, and that's getting worse as well. I mean, it, it's a, it's a multifactorial thing, right? So. In my case, I study microbes. So the ones that I study, Vibrio cholerae, uh, the agent of cholera, Vibrio vulnificus, which is a flesh-eating bacterium, definitely you don't want that one because oh. it, 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 um, it has one of the highest mortality rates. If you get it, you, that's it, you know? What is it called? Vibrio vulnificus. Brian, uh, what was that thing that doctor said you had? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It sounded a lot like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the, the doctor, be, be, before you lose your arm, because that's <laughs> yeah. <all> right. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I only have one arm. Yeah, yeah. so the, weird. The, there you go. Total coincidence. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, it's, it's pretty deadly, like fifty to seventy percent mortality rate. So, if you get it, you're, you're done. So, well, wait, how prevalent uh, is is some is that is something like that? And the, the, that's a really good question because that, that's exactly this disease symbolizes you human idiocy. Please, my wife, by the way, I literally, I ask questions and my wife has that same response all the time, which is what you just said symbolizes human idiocy. And I'm like, oh, that's I love great. that phrase. I just, I just wanted to know if you packed the kids' lunches or not. <laughs> How did it so, get here? So, so, I mean, like the reason why I say that, it's because when I say I study this, how many people get affected? Uh, four or five a year. Oh, that's nothing. Well, there, right. you know, there was there were no Ebola cases uh, before there were Ebola cases, you know. So yeah, and ask Congo uh, yeah, how, that, how that's going. <laughs> yeah, so it's like oh, but there's no, you know, it's it just it comes to our tendency to if it's not happening, it will never happen. You know, I've mm-hmm. never had a car accident, therefore I will never have a car accident, and you know, so that's weird that. way to think. Yeah, but that's the way. But it's but I guess it's pretty. It is how everybody thinks. Eight billion. You know, hairless monkeys right. think so. Uh, <laughs> so ah. it's the reality. So yeah, the reality. Yeah. So we're like, ah, you know, it doesn't kill enough people. Why bother studying it? Well, because if it can evolve to kill to eat us more efficiently to actually right. colonize us, it will. You know, yeah. once yep. the chance of and like, we won't be ready for it. Yeah, it, it's like digesting foods that you cannot. I mean, if I could digest cellulose, that'd be fantastic. I could eat grass. I can't, but sure. if I could get the ability <laughs> and unlike us, bacteria can get the ability to do things that they could not do before. Right. That's the difference. I cannot digest cellulose and I'm not going to get, you know, like this, uh, I'm not going to be like ruminate like, like a cow. I cannot develop a fourth stomach. They can, they can find ways. Like that's so wild. In this case, for instance, with this bacterium, I can give you a hundred million scenarios of what it would take. Like, all right, let's say it cannot our, like our immune system sees it very clearly and attacks it. Well, it can just find a way to not be detected easily. And as hundreds of pathogens have done, maybe it needs these nutrients. And if without these nutrients, it cannot grow. Well, right. maybe it can grow the ability to grow without needing that nutrient. So, so you know, that, again, this is why I say it symbolizes like many other 
infectious diseases, uh, mm-hmm. how short-sighted we are, right? It's like, if, if I don't mm-hmm. see it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Quinn. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can download episodes to listen to offline, wherever you might be, and you can easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. You can just search for Important Not Important on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Very convenient. And of course, you can follow us so you never miss an episode of Important Not Important. Uh, Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service, and now it can be your go-to for podcasts, too. I used to think about there would be times where, and and I don't know where, where your politics lie, and we don't have to totally get into it right now, but mm-hmm. there was times like during the Obama presidency where I just felt like he would give up to give a speech and start with like a deep sigh. And I feel like he would just be kind of disappointed in everybody. <laughs> yeah. yes. and, and that's how I feel like you must go throughout your days when you're just like, people are just so <sighs> like, uh, God yeah. damn it. Like that's just gotta be frustrating. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, uh, you, you, you kind of get used to it. It's just being yeah. a scientist. It's like being a scientist I mean, think about it, right? I'm interested in vaccinations. I'm interested in climate change and evolution uh, and I genetically modified bugs. So everybody hates me. You know, I, I do something that sure. people yeah. with, <laughs> people that don't know shit about what they're talking about, they have a very clear opinion, right? People yeah. will talk about vaccines with not knowing shit. People talk about climate change, not knowing. Mm-hmm. People talk about genetically yep. modified stuff, not knowing anything. So you just uh, check all those fucking boxes. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's lovely. You know, so basically, I have a work that a, a job that, depending who you ask, doesn't really exist, right? It's like, oh, right. evolu- <laughs> evolution doesn't happen. There's no climate change. Vaccines sure, don't work. Sure. So it's like, all right. So I just, <laughs> I just, uh, I, I guess Florida I, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's my, my. Florida uh, man. Antithesis, you know, the, my the, 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 my major enemy. So it's, it's that's it's just so common. You just like literally, particularly with evolution, you see that now, now we have like flat earthers. Hello, you know, mm-hmm. like oh god, I know you're just I like mean, no, no, like, no, no. We fucking checked that box. Like yeah, that's done. Like, I was in no Japan. More. I was in Japan two weeks ago. It's like you know, <laughs> the, the the plane didn't go off the, the flat earth, you know, it went around it, you yeah. know, so it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it, it, it's amazing. It's, um, it's uh, so, exactly. Thank you for sticking around and continuing to work hard and try to change. Despite, <laughs> despite the fact that everybody's an asshole. That's very well, nice of you. They, they pay me too, so that's, that's yeah, yeah, that's, uh, no, that, that's, <laughs> oh yeah, I was just going to say, so, you know, we obviously want to get to, uh, what we can do, what we can actually do to, to take action and change. So, I guess specifically in in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, what are what are Floridians and you know elected officials and stuff? What are they? What policies are they working under that are that are advancing the, the horrible situation I we're in? And we, yeah, how can we how can we reverse them? Yeah, for, so setting up context for the action a little more now that we get the sort of the sciencey part is like mm-hmm. c- contextually like what is still being done uh, badly? Like what are they still doing to make this worse? And then we'll get towards if success stories, if there are any. Okay. So I, I can 
Let's say I, I I can give you like a more global and their focus a little bit more in uh, yeah, in Florida. Please, please. I, I, because I think that actually we are lucky that we're having the problem because we are doing things about it. You know, yeah, that, right. that that's because uh, again, you know, if you think you're not gonna get these issues in California, hold my beer. So yeah. uh, globally, it's just it comes back to when you said uh, actually I. You were talking about like how to fix things uh, uh, before and, uh, you know, like uh, waste and stuff. And one of them is like, you know, let's not have 10 children. You know, it's it, it just let's mm-hmm. let's minimize the amount of um, humans and humans on the same spot. <laughs> you know, it, it's just that sure. yeah. if you have like 100,000 people in, in a square mile, very few things, very few good things are going to happen. Right, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's just not going to be conducive to to healthy uh, lives. Yeah, look at Disney and, World. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's really really expensive. You know, it's not healthy for your wallet, but it's good for us because you know they pay taxes and and they don't bother us. So, but, but uh, by the way, also as much as we joke about it, like in mm-hmm. California, like literally on topic. You know, two years ago when the fucking measles thing happened at Disney World, yeah, literally mm-hmm. the concentration of people, it was just like bang, just ah. a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's like we are all covered in gasoline, right? It takes one match, boom. Uh, right, all, right. So this is one of the issues. I, I think it, it's this, it, there's pragmatic issues, right, that we can address in a, in a more direct way. But there's also like more like an ethical issue. In general, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, a lot of people ask me, you know, oh, but, uh, but we have a, a cure for cholera, for instance, right? Uh, right? Yeah, we do have a cure for cholera. And with that, we do have a cure for poverty and a cure for hunger, right? Money, mm, right. food, and clean food. water. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's it's gonna go away anytime soon. So there's this ethical issue of us not giving a fuck about other humans. You know, we are all in this together. We live in the same planet. Like we are all the same species. You know, right. and and that's why you know I guess traveling is pretty good. First of all, because it makes you realize that the Earth is actually round, and mm-hmm. It it allows you to see that the problem that your brothers and sisters from uh, Peru or from Bangladesh or from Congo, it's, it's are problems that you can have, you know. And I think that we we tend to turn a blind eye to the point where until it doesn't come to us, we don't see it. That's why, you know, it comes back to the beginning, right, of, of the talk that the reason why we know so much about what's going on in Florida is because it happens in the U.S. Yep. And, right. and, and it has a very unique weather for the u.s right had it did we not had we not live in a in a peninsula we would be like georgia right a a little bit more inland and we wouldn't have these high uh you know visual highly visual issues that happens in the caribbean but we don't care about those those places so that's kind of like the moral issue right that we don't mind having other humans drinking shit Right. That we don't mind having other humans barely having space to breathe, and while we have, you know, our fourth car. So that's the general global, and 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 the more right. local, it's that that has more to do with with uh, idiocy and greed, right? Idiocy of ignoring the issue until it's in front of your house, and greed, right? You know, deregulation. You can't right. you can't like just like have like dump fertilizers. As if, no, you know, as if it was not going to, if it was going to just stick to the root of your sugar cane. Right. Or, no, know, like, it, it, and it's not just, it's, it's uh, everywhere. I mean, someone the other day said, well, well, do we have to totally get rid of meat? Like, it's so delicious. And I was like, look, man, I, I get it. But if you go down any rabbit hole to how, like, industrial agri- agriculture is bad, like, holy uh-huh. shit. And I mean, yeah. like, like, the fertilizer stuff. And again, it's not just the coast. It's, it's all our massive river systems. Like, mm-hmm. everywhere you look. 
like we have fucked up. Yeah, and, it's like, and, and that is going to come, but people don't fucking care. They just want what they want. Yeah, I mean, like, like for instance, as you mentioned, right? The uh, not just the agriculture, but, you know, like the meat production. You know what? Let's give these cows and these pigs a lot of antibiotics. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> What's the worst uh... that can happen? Well, that those antibiotics end up in the water, in the soil, and after the rain, they end up in the river. So now you have right. bacteria that are exposed to antibiotics before they've even known the right. how humans taste, you know? Right. But once they know, they're, they're, now they know. So yep. I think that that's, um, you know, that that's one of the major issues, right? This, this short-term greed of if, you know, we give you incentives to you know, tax uh, deductions and pretty much zero regulation. You can do whatever you want. And that's going to come back. You know, th- th- there's no such thing as a free lunch. And it might be free for you, but not for the rest mm-hmm. of us, not for the ones sure. that live, right? Sure. So you can go back and to your home somewhere where it's uh, far away from where you dump the your waste product. So w- th- th- that was one of the major problems that we, and it, again, like, like, population, right? There's been like a double digit increase in the population here in Florida. You know, Florida, uh, it's, you know, the, the, the state that everybody loves to hate. Yeah, just don't come here. Get, get, get the fuck out of here. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, it's like if you don't, if you, like, all, like a lot of New Yorkers, oh, it's so hot here. Go back to New York, man. We, we didn't ask you mm-hmm. to move here. Yeah, yeah. So, so don't yeah. ask you to retire here. Yeah, just just re- re- retire in Alaska. That's the that's the place where everybody goes. Uh, uh, right. Said said nobody. So um, right. so you know in in our cases we have massive uh, amount of people not just visiting but also like population growth. So that that puts a strain on, in the system. Why? Because not just the resources, but um, but like rampant. Uh, constructions with, you know, very limited oversight on how do they handle the waste treatment. So, and again, I, I'm just using Florida, but this is like, seriously, if somebody listening to the podcast, this is things, uh, I'm, I'm in Wisconsin, I'm fine. No, but right. you are not. So, yeah. uh, so here, again, I'm giving you examples that apply to Florida, but they are applicable to pretty much anywhere because we live in the same planet and it's getting hotter everywhere, period. And there's more humans everywhere. So yeah, that, that's another problem, right? You put strain on the in the system. If if you have septic tanks in a place with hurricanes, hello. Uh, if you have, you know, like poor, and it's not poor infrastructure in the way we see, you know, some developing nations, right? It's just mm-hmm. that if a pipe breaks, it breaks. And if you have an earthquake, a, if you have a massive storm, if you have a hurricane, if you have sea level rise, you know, we're, we're mixing waters and that's not good news either. You know, so there's a, there's a bunch of factors, right? That you can, you, are, you start adding the climate change. It's not good news. It's warmer, they grow. Waste uh, in the form of fertilizers, they, they have food to grow. We are very likely mixing wastewater, which is more food for them. We don't care about our brothers and sisters because you know, if it doesn't affect to us, we don't care. So mm-hmm. you start adding all this and you have the problems that we are facing, you know, like climate change. Oh, we, we got snow in in, uh, in Michigan. There's no climate change, right? We never got an algal bloom in North Dakota. Well, right. wait. So, yeah, just it's it's coming. It's everywhere. Yeah. Right. I love that. Like you said, it's one it's one planet. 
So yeah. if it's happening to somebody, it's happening to you. Yeah. Or something else is going to come and right, we right. won't be prepared for it. So yeah, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm being literal before, you know, I'm not talking about like some people might be, oh, I really, you know, this kind of like one planet, one health, one world. You might right. feel like, eh, that's, you know. Okay, let's say you don't care about people. It just—it truly is one planet. You're like it truly. If, it's, it's, it, climate change is not affecting, you know, Japan only. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or you know, or Argentina. Choose. You know, it's affecting our planet, the one where you and me and your family and and your friends live. All of us are affected by it. Yeah. So this is a this is a great place to to mention this then, uh, like we ha- like we did earlier. Uh, what. Now we need to figure out what we can do to, to, to help fix it. And we always like to talk about how uh, people can make a difference with uh, their voice, their vote, and their dollar. So let's, let's get down to business here. Let's start with, uh, with their voice. How can our listeners uh, use their voice to, to, uh, to you know, ask questions to their representatives, for example? Mm-hmm. So I, like, up until the last few years, I always kind of like, somehow made fun of not made fun like found kind of interesting that people was like i'm a one issue voter right mm-hmm. and oh, sure, sure. usually the one issue was something in my opinion that was kind of trivial and silly i've become a one issue voter climate change is it mad made are we going to do something about it no i i will under no circumstances vote for you mm-hmm so that, that that I'm an issue, one issue, because I mean, I'm talking about survival. I'm, I'm, this is like literally, there's a gun being pointed to my face. Are you going <laughs> to, what is it called? Are you going to take this guy's gun and right. arrest him? No. All right. I'm not going to vote for you. Right. So sure. that's literally the way I see it. We have a gun in, in, in pointed to our faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, that we should start putting that degree of pressure in the sense that the same as um, historically a lot of one issue voters were the issues were guns and abortion right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they put so much pressure that you can literally right. go on a rampage and kill children and no nothing happens no nothing. legislation happens nothing like and that's because of the, these one issue voters putting pressure, saying, I will not, because, you know, you don't get elected, the NRA, you know, you know, all the other good stuff. So yeah. uh, the same thing with abortion, the same thing. These one issue voters said, no, 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 I do not accept women having freedom to their bodies. And right. and they they managed to take away the freedom of 50% of the population. I, I am, obviously, as you can tell by the tone of me saying this, I'm totally, you know, uh, opposed to the, you know, the, those one issues that, that, you know, actually, you know, like I, obviously women have the right to their own bodies and I don't mm-hmm. think people should have AK-47s at home. Um, I'm a one issue voter. Like if you do not accept climate change as a reality, you are threatening my existence. Right. Literally. And so you a great have- question for everybody to ask their representatives is, do you believe in climate change and what the hell are you doing about it? No, no, right. no, 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 no. That, that, that's, you see, that's the problem. This is not a belief. This is a fact. Right. Yeah, right. I don't, right, right, I don't right. believe True. I have 10 fingers. I have... Just skip... Right, yeah, exactly. So skip the first question. It's just, <laughs> what are you doing are about you doing climate about change? Exactly. And nationally and locally. Yeah. Like, what are you doing for... for not and, and like you said, not just for me. Like, we're all in this fucking thing. Like, what are you doing? Yes. What are you doing right now? Yes. It's like, 
you know, you know it, 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 this comes back to something. I, I learned it through evolution, right? People ask me, I don't believe in evolution. I said, like, I, I, it, it's not, it's not a belief. It's like, right, right. Uh, it's a fact. You know, the same thing is like, I don't believe in gravity. It's a fact. And if you don't believe in it, jump out of a fucking building. <laughs> you see, you know, like, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, right. like, if, if, if science only works, you know, you can pick and choose facts. Let's, okay. All, all right. Let's, let's, uh, argue about the <laughs> gravity and let's, you know, you, you jump first. <laughs> so right, right. it's the same thing. I, it's not that I believe in climate change. It's just there's like a, a degree of evidence that just makes it factual. Like for instance, do I know that every single entity with a mass will be falling to, towards the center of the earth because of, uh, you know, invisible force, it's called gravity. It's inaction. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know that every single thing, but there's enough evidence showing that yep. if you have a mass and you are next to a very, 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 very big thing like the earth, mm -hmm. you're going to be attracted by gravity towards its center. Yeah. That's it. And it's totally crazy. We don't totally understand it, but that's what happens every and, and, fucking time. And if you say, ah, you know, but not to me, what jump off a fucking uh, building? Jump off a fucking building. <laughs> Maybe you are the one that will disprove Newton. <laughs> I don't want to be that one. <laughs> You know, right. I don't no, that's kind of where I am now at this point too. Is it my response to this is okay. Yeah. Just, you know what? Jump off a fucking building. Yeah. I'm, I'm done trying to fucking sell you on things. If you don't believe in evolution, take the flu shot <laughs> from three years ago. Right. And you'll see that it's not going to do anything to you. Why? Because the flu evolves. So yeah. unfortunately climate change, it's, I mean, at the beginning, it was kind of harder to see, but hello. I mean, can you see it yeah, now? Like, yeah, I mean, you, it's do, like, you don't have to like read uh, nature or science to right. to see, you know? And, and, yeah. and it's like, it's not a hoax. I mean, how can you think it's a hoax to, 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 to make the environment, the planet where you live, a better place? You know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. That's why, to me, it's just... You know, and, and in this sense, I like the word radical because it comes from the word root. You know, mm -hmm. there is, it's the root of the future of humanity. Like mm -hmm. the, our future depends on us being completely aware of this and completely proactive against this. And to, to me, I think that it, it, it's not that, you know, one size fits all, but that, you know, you can do something, right? I mean, it's like, People say, oh, you can reduce um, the amount of carbon emissions by consuming less meat. No, man. Y yes, you can. But that's, you know, it's like you go into the doctor and they say, oh, you have a tumor in your brain. You should exercise. I mean, yes, exercise is good for you, you know, but like a tumor has to be addressed in a different way than from you should eat more vegetables, right? Yeah, it's healthy yeah, for just, you. But it, you sure, have a tumor. that's great. However, also, yeah, you have a golf ball in your fucking you, brain. And broccoli's not going to do shit about <laughs> that's that. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like you can, oh, you know, you should drink less alcohol. You know, it, no, 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 no. It's, it's, yes, all of that is good. All of the above. Fantastic. Sure. But there's a, a, a major issue. And unfortunately, it's not so much. I don't believe, maybe I'm, 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 I'm pessimistic or I overestimate <laughs> the ability of the governments, to, of governments to do things. It's just that, you know, by you driving a little bit less, or you eating a little bit less meat, it's not going to offset the carbon emissions of, you know, major factories, you know? No, it's, it's true. There's an interesting discussion, uh, that, that's been, that's been going along, uh, going on among 
among you know atmospheric scientists and educators and communicators and stuff with climate with regard to emissions and things like that. Whereas this, there, there, in some ways, it, it seems to be black or white, which is some people saying like, "Look, the only thing that's going to matter is like systemic fucking changes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have to." Uh, decarbonize uh, electrical production and and shipping like all these big chunks like fucking agriculture yada yada mm-hmm. and 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 like that is the only thing that's going to actually make a fucking difference and there's other people who are saying like um hey listen you got to go out there you got to ride a bike instead of driving a car you got to put in leds you know you got to stop using so much water you got to stop ordering so many new fucking clothes and things like that mm-hmm. and there's this disconnect where they're saying to each other like they're arguing and saying like Yes, but this, some of the systemic change is impossible, so I got to do my part. And the systemic people are being like, "Your fucking LED light bulbs don't do shit, do shit. and riding a bike doesn't do shit." But I, I feel like I do fall in the middle, where it, it seems to be proven out with with momentum uh, in, in the past on on things like this, even though we've never really had something like this. But I mm-hmm. look at like World War II as an example, which is when you have personal skin in the game, which means not just like you are affected, yep. but that you have started to invest yourself in it. Mm -hmm. It gives you more of a leg to stand on and it gives you more personal uh, momentum when you're asking these questions and demanding things, your representatives to say like, Hey, listen, you need to regulate the shit out of this. And I'm already doing my fucking part. You know, I've already told my kids we can't drive our fucking, you know, Mercedes spinner bus everywhere. Like, like when when people are doing their own little part, it makes them more fired up to to address the bigger things. And I feel like there there has to be a medium to that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, I, I agree, and I, I mean, totally. It's not going to move the fucking. It's not going to move the needle. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, those things are. No, there's no doubt. Like quantitatively, those things are not going to move the fucking needle. Mm-hmm. But it does make people go like, I am already taking part in something. It's not mm-hmm. just the few times I. I yell at my representative or I tweet online. Mm-hmm. Like I am actively doing my part. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You do your part, which is you're the only one who can regulate those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, but, but, but I think that you, definitely, you, you definitely, you know, you need to be a proactive part of the change. But I, I, I you know, I, I still believe that the political process is just, needs to change like tr- drastically yeah, and, and, sure. and and th- that's why i'm saying like if, if if are there many 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 small ways yes but i think that the top one again as i said it's like you know having a tumor yes it's a very good idea to jog and to eat healthier it, it's, right. it, it, it's, it, it can only help right sure but i think that it, it also has to be addressed on a more surgical way right and that surgical means you know regulations and and uh yeah and yeah yeah and, and political I, I, action i guess i just mean like i it feels like people will feel more empowered mm-hmm. once they've already started to make some of the choices that they can make themselves as long as they understand that the next step is yep. holding their politicians feet to the fire absolutely and if their answer if they don't have an answer or their answer is vague or their uh-huh. voting record which it's fucking 2019 yeah there's 50 different goddamn apps where you can find out your oh, yeah. person's voting yeah. record if it isn't vote them the fuck out because that's what you get to do that too it's fucking free but it just feels like people get more pissed off and more invested if they're like hey what the fuck i'm doing my part like fuck mm-hmm. you yep yeah, get yeah. up there and do what i elected you to do i like that I, I, I like no no yeah I, I like i like your point because it also kind of like makes you hey i'm exactly it's like i'm not being hypocritical here 
I'm doing my yeah. stuff. I yeah. don't like riding my fucking bike everywhere. I would love to drive my goddamn car. <laughs> yeah. get, I'd put you in office for a fucking reason. Now do it. You, you, you should know? get a Vespa, Or I'll get man. somebody else. It'll, yeah, exactly. Right? Or is it, uh, I have, I actually, I have a Vespa and, and, it's, and it feels really good. You know, I'm lazy. I'm glad if it... So and, we can have a... I feel good about my, me not, not polluting the environment too much. So that's... Well, a, Brian rides a fucking motorcycle around Los Angeles and every day I'm convinced he's dead before he actually gets to the office. If, if he's this late, you're like, oh, oh. This, uh, yeah, today. Today he sends All me a right. message and he was like, I'm on my way up. I thought he literally meant he was coming up the stairs to the office and he didn't show up for 25 minutes. And I looked at Teddy, the dog, and I was like, well, today's the day. Brian's fucking dead. Sorry. So, you know, Sorry. that's it. I Anyways. am. I am. All right. Uh, so listen, we're we're getting close to time here. We We can't thank you enough for your time today. If you have any ideas for other world beater scientists, astronauts, whoever that are working in climate change or cancer or or clean energy or, or space or medicine uh, or poop or, or, poop. or, poop, or fucking more poop. Yeah. Uh, we've now, we, I'm going to have to make a whole new separate category yeah. of podcasts that like sub medicine is just poop. Um, yeah. uh, if you have any of those either now or later hit us with them because it, it seems to be, there's like a cabal of smart people that know each other, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, awesome. Anyways, all right, Brian. Lightning uh, round time. Yep. Are you ready, a, doctor? We have a lightning round that's, it's not a light, to be clear, it's not a lightning we round. We have several questions that okay. will, uh, will require, require long answers. Extra sentences from you. <laughs> uh, okay, um, okay. But okay. We'll, we'll try to take these babies down all, all in all in, all in in a minute or two here. Don't, don't ask um, me about my criminal record. Eh? Don't ask me about my criminal record. No, 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 no. That's not this <laughs> podcast. No, no, no. But the guys who show up at your door later, that's that's a whole different <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no worries. Um, uh, Dr. Mourinho, uh, His Highness, when was the first time? Time in your life when you realized you had the power of change or the power to do something meaningful? Uh, I think it was the first time I taught someone something. Yeah. When was it? Do you happen to remember what it was or when it was? I think when I had my first, when I, when, I, when I was a grad student and I was, and I had an undergraduate working with me in the lab, I, I, I felt I, you know, I was contributing to the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, sure. by, by one person at a time. Sure. No, uh, one person... Uh, so one, one person matters, man. Yep. It, so it, one person can make a difference. Yep. Awesome. Um, number two, who was someone in your life specifically that has positively impacted your work in the past six months? The past six months. You cannot say Brian. No, 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 no I'm works. very impactful though. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, didn't mean it like that. I, I don't know. I mean, like, it's just that, I mean, this is the thing. I'm, I'm really lucky. I'm surrounded by smart people. So I go to conferences and I'm always exposed to really, you know, really, really smart people, really interesting. So I'm sorry. I mean, I, I cannot just say one, one specific. I can tell you some things in the past, you know, that really opened my eyes. But I guess like nowadays, it's just I happen to be exposed to really, really interesting, really smart people all the time. I dig it. No, I'm into it. So I'm kind into of a great it. answer. It's a good example of the whole, like, uh, you know, uh, your 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 life, your aspirations, whatever your work should be, the sum of like the five people you surround yourself most with, yeah. because it does make a fucking difference. Yeah, I mean, like like you, you interviewed uh, uh, Doctor Ogbunu recently, right? So you know, oh, that fucking guy, it, it, Jesus. Yeah. So he'll he'll be here uh, this weekend. We're gonna be chatting, you know, and and that's oh, cool. gonna be that, that's always you know back and forth ideas, right? I, I call my friends on the phone, and my friend might be uh, this morning, for instance, he's a world-renowned astrophysicist, so because cosmologist, so we are chatting about random stuff. So, you know, there's always thankfully, uh, food for thought because I try to surround myself by people that are uh, smarter than me, and that's uh, how I want to live and how I want to die. That's a hell of a way to 
Hell of a yeah. way to do it. Brian, keep going. Uh, doctor, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? Specifically, what's your you time? So I do several things. First of all, gin and tonics. That's, uh, that, really, yep. Yep. that really helps. <laughs> I uh, love it. Do, you have, do you have a preference on gin? I mean, like, Bombay Sapphire, it's kind of cheap and, and tasty. So we, we can. And pretty good. It. Yeah, it's pretty good, good for the price. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, besides that, um, so I. I I love the ocean. I, I love you know swimming. It, it just I, I just feel I feel home when I'm swimming in the ocean. Mm-hmm, uh, awesome. I, you know, just being surrounded by the water, it just it just feels I don't know safe. Uh, even though I know way too much about the water, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. I shouldn't feel that safe <laughs> anymore. We uh, literally just fucking talked yeah, just about, about this for an so hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not okay. You 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 can tell you know how yeah, just you know how yeah idiotic I am. Oh yeah, there's this flesh eating bacterium that I isolated from here. Let's swim. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, that, that type of guy. So anyway, he's gonna go surfing. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah literally, you know, I, I surf, and every time I get a cut with, I'm like, Jesus, this is the this is the last one. I did. <laughs> this is the end. This is the end. So uh, I, I do that, and I like to. I also really like to play flamenco guitar, and uh, I, I I I go dancing. Cool. I uh, awesome. you know, So yeah, I dance salsa. It really you know salsa helps. dancing. Yeah, it really helps you clear your mind. You know, because you. I bet the that... salsa dancing and the gin and tonic go well together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, yeah, after, yeah. after two, it doesn't. You know, because you you you, you, can, you can't feel anything anyways. <laughs> or, or or you can elbow your partner, and that doesn't doesn't look good. You know. Yeah, big big. Whoop. Is that so? Is that uh like part of your heritage, or is that something you kind of fell into? Where are you from again? I'm I'm from southern Spain. Okay, so yeah, that's awesome. But my culture is awesome. it's, it's flamenco. So I play flamenco guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, so cool. That's wow. awesome. Uh, also, I happen to be a bartender, so just if you ever get a chance to check out Junipero, it is a fantastic gin. Okay, yeah. and juniper—it's actually the 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 berry, right? That that's that's used to make gin. Yes, yes, it is. And junipero just happens to be like extra juniper forward. It is just delicious. Lovely. Jesus. Thank you so much. I appreciate of that. Of course. I'm trying uh, to talk about flesh-eating bacteria here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Doctor, how, how do you consume the news? I like to like certainly online a lot, but I I like to read. Right. Uh, I like to sit down on Saturday or Sunday and read The Economist. I love it. Oh, that's a good one. You know, nice. I like to sit down. I, I I love to read Nautilus, which which is a science mm-hmm. magazine, really cool, sure. and um and you know the New York Times. So I I. I but I, I try to see. You know, I'm very interested in, in economics because kind of like that really. Follow the money, basically. So yeah. if, if yeah. you know where, where, where the economy where the economy is going, you can tell where society is going to be going, whether you like it or not. So yeah, right. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Salvador, if you could Amazon Prime one book to Donald Trump, Oof. what book might you send him? Uh, I, I, I could make a lot of jokes, and I'm not going to go down there. No, no, yeah. please. We've gotten jokes. We've gotten real suggestions. Yeah. Uh, curious. We have a Amazon wish list of books uh, that all of our guests have recommended, and our listeners go there and they click on it, and it sends the book to the White House. So, so I mean, like, I, 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 right now I'm reading from Tom Friedman from the New York Times. Uh, Thanks for being late. Okay, you know, and, and it's kind of like I mean, it, it's not just for the president. I think you know, it's more like talks about the world, the how technology, uh, how climate change, how. You know, all of the things are integrated and how, you know, how good some things are and how screwed some other things are. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think if, I don't know if that guy actually reads. Uh, 
Yeah, that's a, we're, we're it's not all get based on the assumption yep, that yep, somebody yep, will read it. Too. Will, yeah, 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 yeah. Read it I mean, yeah. like uh, so far, what I've read, I haven't read the, the whole book, so okay. I might be. But I think it's um, you know, it, it's a very nice book to connect global affairs with economics and climate change. He's he's always done a pretty good job of that. Uh, he, he's uh-huh. gotten some shit for being uh, superficial sometimes, but I've always enjoyed his books. Yeah. His, he is a great communicator. No, I mean, I mean, like you know, it's just it's just the, the first thing that came to my mind because I'm reading it right for now. Sure. So that's a, perfect. Well, hopefully Honestly, not right now while you're talking. Anything to us, with but, words is probably good yeah for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect. Hey, where can our where can our uh, listeners stalk you online? So I've got my my website, my, my labs website actually. And okay. um, they can go, uh, it's called Vivrio Colliery. And again, my name is complicated and my lab's uh, website is complicated. Perfect, uh, thank you. V-I-B-R-I-O-C-H-O-L-E-R-A-E. Vivrio Colliery. Good God. The, the, okay. The, yeah, the bacteria that causes cholera. Jesus, Salvador. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you for you calling me Jesus. <laughs> the savior. <laughs> Jesus yeah. and Salvador. Uh, so, but I noticed that. So my Twitter, uh, it's... Bioetry. So that's easy. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. And my Instagram those... is Bioetry too. So awesome. Easier to find than Salvador Magro Moreno Vivre org. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds so nice. Um, all right. So before we go, and, and I know we're, we're tight here, I just wanted to read a few Florida Man uh, headlines <laughs> oh, to you. Come on, man. Again, <laughs> these oh, are literally fantastic. from a variety of sources, and okay. these are all in the past couple months. Fair enough. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, what do we got, huh? For, uh, Florida man drives Ferrari off dock and into sea. Um, uh, guards let Florida man vape in prison because he helped them with their taxes. Oh my God. Um, let's see. Florida man says syringes in his anus aren't his. Holy God. Um, let's see. I got one I like. Okay, hit me. Florida man steals $33,000 worth of rare coins cashes them in at a coin star for $29. Yep. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, security oh, camera man. catches Florida man licking doorbell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet you've seen these people around Are town. You, yeah. I, I mean, to, to, I swear to God, I like Florida man because I hope he deters people from coming here. Like, you know, to leave, <laughs> so just, you know, just go and uh, go to North Dakota and uh-huh. uh, let, let, let us deal with our uh, algal blooms our, our, ourselves, you know, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Probably better. Yeah, yeah. No, and then I, the last, the last one uh, I'll put out here, which is just gonna not lock down our explicit rating for oh, the day. Is no. uh-huh. Florida man denies masturbating on beach, says he was just airing out his penis. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, listen, everybody, well, thank you, a great place thank to you visit. so much. I, I, I cannot unhear these things now. You know, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> welcome to my life. Uh, Salvador, we can't thank you enough for your time and everything that you do. Uh, we will uh, follow up with you again soon for sure. Uh-huh. And uh, thank you for 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 tech, talking to us today. So thank you guys for having me. Thanks to our incredible guest today. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We hope this episode has made your commute or awesome workout or dishwashing or fucking dog walking late at night that much more pleasant. As a reminder, please subscribe to our free email newsletter at importantnotimportant.com. It is all the news most vital to our survival as a species. And you can follow us all over the internet. You can find us on Twitter at importantnotimp. Just so weird. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Important Not Important, Pinterest and Tumblr, the same thing. So check us out, follow us, share us, like us, you know the deal. And please subscribe to our show wherever you listen to things like this. And if you're really fucking awesome, 
rate us on Apple Podcasts. Keep the lights on. Thanks. Please. And you can find the show notes from today right in your little podcast player and at our website, importantnotimportant.com. Thanks to the very awesome Tim Blaine for our jamming music, to all of you for listening, and finally, most importantly, to our moms for making us. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.